0: to another episode of TED Talks. I haven't recorded a solo episode in in so long. I think I've just been, I don't know, I think I've just been less busy and therefore I've been less productive in a way, which kind of doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. Uh, so today I'm actually recording this on Friday the 22nd of May. So we're in a position of, of lockdown I think, what, 10 weeks in? And things are going to change. So if you hear me say something on this, I'm going to release this a few days later. But don't hear it and you know think it's the latest thing because something could change in three days and it probably will. But you know this podcast today is about how has coronavirus affected my business? I think it's important to share these things because it's all going to affect us differently and different amounts. And so I want to go through the different elements of a property business and how coronavirus has affected me in that sense. Now, this is hopefully going to give you some insight into... The planning that you can do before these things happen and, and planning for the next you know whatever happens in the future which is only going to get worse the way we keep destroying the planet and mother nature is going to you know get us back deservedly um so i think also it'll show you kind of how you can deal with current issues that you may be facing i think one of the most important things i've learned during this is that cash is king queen prince princess the of the world. cash is everything because the more cash you have the less uh kind of pressure you're going to feel at any time in property it's not just oh during coronavirus but the more cash you have the the less stress the less pressure the less deadlines the less angst you're going to feel and so I just a quick bit of advice before I go into this is always have cash reserves even if you're like oh I want to go hell for leather and buy all these houses and do all these rent to rent and always keep a percentage cash reserve that you just do not touch there's a number you write it down and you are not withdrawing anything above that amount unless it's in a time like this and i keep quite a healthy one generally mainly because in case i need to leave money in a property deal you know what that means is i have my own cash to cover that off whereas now it's actually been really useful in case i needed to cover rent or cover things like that so i cannot stress the importance if you're doing rent to rent it could be a couple of grand if you're doing big end development it could be a couple of hundred grand keep a cash reserve i'm telling you no matter how tempting it is to grow you need to stay protected you know a house of cards what's the point of building it up and then something happens and it falls so you, know, you really need to make sure that you are protecting yourself so How's coronavirus affecting my business? Let's talk about rent. So I've got a few properties that are rented uh, and they've all been paid full rent. I think some of them paid slightly late. And when I say slightly late, it was like a week maybe. Uh, so one of them had to pay it on, on the Friday and then on the Monday because of like a bank account issue, nothing to do with corona. But the key thing is, you know, I've had for the past, what, three months, I think, in lockdown, all rent's been paid, happy days, no issues, no problems. Two of them have been affected in terms of their jobs. However, at the start, I was kind of thinking, oh, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to stay silent. I'm not going to give them the opportunity to try and avoid rent because we know what tenants can be like. And we also know the government just favours tenants no matter what happens, right? So... But I kind of changed tact because I was like, you know what... I kind of know them you know I do self-manage so I kind of know them a little bit and from what I can tell they seem like good people I trust the agent who found them so I said look I basically messaged them saying look hey how's things going is corona affecting your job are you aware of any help from the government you know is there anything I can do to help how are we looking on rent and I've had that back and forth discussion Um, and actually had to sign a few new ASTs just because the tenancies were ending and just changing management to me, so big up the NRLA for that, incredible uh, support they have there, and yeah, so it was kind of a discussion, and it was me, you know, I think being very understanding and saying, look, this is crazy, so I totally get if you want to split the payment, I didn't say this necessarily, but I was kind of saying, look, what can I do to help you, what can we do to make this work effective for both of us, because we both got to eat, you know, simple as that. Uh, and a lot of them were like, no, 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 we want to pay, you know, it might be a bit late, or might split in, you know, but we, we want to pay. And I, I quite liked that, because it just showed that, you know, the importance they place on paying the rent, you know, not like some tenants who were just like, yeah, whatever, it's third on the list, you know, this month. First is Daddy uh, potato smileys, second one's Nando's chilli sauce, which fair enough, um but yeah it's good they put their rent first and also I think it kind of strengthened our relationship because I was so understanding and I was like look what can we do you know like and also when they said oh I'm going to pay the rent no no it's fine it's fine I said look I mean can you can you eat like are you like you're not going to be eating tins of spam are you unless you like that like what you know is this going to affect you in a way that is not going to be nice you know I mean like how sort of financially comfortable will you be if you're going to pay the whole rent and they were like no it's fine we've got savings we've got this we've got family um you must have credit blah blah, all this stuff and I was like fine but again I was like only if you can still continue to live we're in a pandemic I'm not saying live your best life but you can live comfortably and you're not under any more stress than you already are in the situation and I genuinely meant that because money's not everything and yeah they could have taken the piss but if I'd known I I have a tenant who's a bit hmm I would have handled it totally differently. But I think throughout the whole time, I was still kind of suggesting, look, if you can pay the full rent, then pay it. You have no, you know, if you you can, then it's not going to affect you in any way. You have no excuse because I'm not taking the mortgage holiday. And I explained to them why I'm not. I said, look, I can't actually get a break for this because of, you know, the reason that you won't get a remortgage basically now. Maybe in the future you will, but now, you know, lenders are making you sign things saying you haven't taken a payment holiday. So yeah, nice trick there from the government. Again, always supporting us. Lovely. Uh, so so yeah rents were kind of fine it was just a conversation it was a healthy interaction uh, and actually speaking of like passivity you know by to let's people say property's never passive and stuff I mean it isn't you know it can't be totally passive as such but I mean the most work I've had to do in however many months of rent is now and it's only now because of coronavirus a few texts by the way which you know not exactly you know rocket science are not exactly, like, hugely time-consuming. And then I've also had to do, uh, like, some paperwork in terms of the AST, just getting it renewed or whatever. So, you know, it's been pretty passive. You know, people always ask, how passive can it be? And let's say I wasn't buying properties and I was just living off the rent off these, which wouldn't necessarily be possible. Well, might be possible, but it wouldn't. Uh, you know, would I have done any work over the... no. You know, I've done nothing. If the refurb's done right and the tenant looks after it and they're a good tenant, you know, there's not, you know, there's been months where I've never spoken to them or nothing's happened, you know. And the only issues I've had are if I didn't do a refurb correctly. So it is is quite passive, even in times like this. I mean, yeah, the anxiety of like, shit, is it coming in? May not be passive, but it is. So I just want to let you know, it can be fairly passive if you set things up right from the beginning. If you don't, then forget about it. Forget about it, as you say in New York. Next thing, refurbs. Uh, I've got, uh, I think at the time of lockdown, maybe had like four or five. Nope, I've got three right now. It would have been up five or six ongoing and a few bits and bobs to do at other properties. They've pretty much carried on as usual, even with the plaster shortages, British chips have stopped producing. Now, I think they're starting to get back into it, I believe, or they will in a week or so. Um there's been a big drought of plaster and actually funny enough we bought plaster for three hundred and fifty pounds. A van full I guess, we needed it. My builder sent me a picture and said Ted, I've been offered two and a half grand for this. <laughs> you what me? You fucking what? Um did I sell it no because uh I didn't want to wait x many months to get the house ready when I just want to get the house ready, get it let out and and move on to another project yeah, I could have probably sold it and waited. But the profit versus the weeks lost waiting for new plaster versus the rent lost is, is is a loss still. So, you know, it's nice to have offers like this and it shows supply and demand. But yeah, it totally didn't make sense. Like when you look at it actually properly from a business perspective, which is what you should all be doing in every aspect of your, of your property business. So, refurbishments have slowed down i would say because certain lads are just saying no we're not working basically because their partner's telling them you ain't leaving the house boy uh but a lot of them are going along one of my projects i mean bleeding your neck they know what feeding these like but they are I've, I've honestly never had a job run so quick which is crazy right they don't know maybe lack of traffic lack of distractions lack of stuff to do like they're kind of just focusing more i don't know but it's going really well uh so that one is like yeah not almost ready, but I mean, it's it's very close and it's it happened very quickly. And all other projects are moving along smoothly as well. With the odd hiccup, with things kind of going wrong, you know, I can't get bathroom suites from Wix. So I'm having to order them online. Not a problem. Just a bit of coordination on delivery. Um, yes, there's less, there's less people on site because they have to be for social distancing. So naturally things will move a bit slower, maybe be a bit disjointed. But it's all under control. I'm project managing it, and so is my builder. He, he project manages the lads underneath him as well. So it's all happening pretty pretty smoothly, really. I mean, there's not much to report on refurbs on my end. You know, I think the builders are managing to get what they need. They have good relationships locally. They've spent a lot of money with certain builders' yards. So they are just getting what they need, you know? Apart from plaster, which sort of... I mean, they keep, seem to, they keep getting it. I keep seeing pictures where they're in. So they know someone somewhere who's... Um, Selling it out of the back of a van on a mountain or something. So refinances. This is this is a, a, a problem. This is the sort of thing that's I guess annoying me. I was I had one property that was going to get revalued before Corona. Literally, they cancelled it on the day because that was the day of Rick saying, "Yeah, we're not leaving the house because you know empty houses and all." I don't know whatever. And that was annoying because that could have been avoided. It was an admin error with the, with the lender. Schoolboy era schoolboy era and that would have been taken off a bridge and it would have been happy days but i've got like three four other properties that are ready to refinance you know some are past six months i waited on certain and some are below six months i want to pay my investors back early you know i want to show them look we're all good but as soon as this sort of hit and it got worse and ricks were like yeah we're not leaving the house because all our surveyors are like 18 it's dangerous um uh, i sent emails to all my investors and said look I don't think there's going to be a delay looking at certain projects you're on. However, there could be. So are you okay to bear with me and I'll keep you updated as as and when I can on what's happening, but my aim is to get these refinanced ASAP, but sensibly. I'm not just going to get it done the second refinances come out if we're within a loan term. So for example, there's 12 months on a loan. If we're in month six and Ricks are like, yeah, come out, we're going out. I'm not going to do it straight away because I've got six months left on the loan, but also... I don't want to be the first one getting a valuation. Uh-uh. Let the guinea pigs go. See what they get. See what everyone reports on Facebook. See what everyone talks about. See the sentiment. And then decide, right, what are we doing here? You know, are we going for it or are we not? How are we going to wait? Are we going to just get it and take the hit? Are we, what are we doing? You know? So I think it's interesting to wait a little bit and see what the sentiment is in the market before jumping ahead. So refinance, I've got things stuck on bridges or stuck on investor payments, which are costing me money and this is where something like the bounce back loan which has been an absolute headache to get thanks uh british bank and rishi for doing not you know a huge amount you've done you've done a lot no respect rishi you're ex-millionaire and stuff you a millionaire you've done a lot but the execution from dinosaur banks and even some of the startups has just been shocking the whole let's make it really quick and we'll get a quick release yeah your banks aren't ready, you know what I mean? Like they're really—I mean, Lloyds and stuff have been great, but I've heard from and I've experienced other banks just being total dinosaurs. So this is what happens when you try and bring mod- modernity and technology to uh, to dinosaurs. Anyways, the bank Done is very useful for paying off this kind of interest and maintaining your cash flow and business. Because if you didn't have it and you had no money because you were ref- blah, blah blah blah, it would be a lifeline, like actually a lifeline. Um, so like it's important to look at what's out there to help you but also to realize that like refinances right now i think as of right now kent reliance has come back to 75 percent value is a kind of going out but there is a backlog like sixty thousand valuations i think maybe more Uh, there is a backlog there are going to be delays you know it it is painful because you've got to remember Just because Rick says, yeah, go out there, doesn't mean the valuers are going to, like all of them. Some of them will say, no, I'm old, I'm vulnerable on this, I'm not going. So, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh yeah, we're all open for business. It's, yeah, we're kind of getting there. So, you know, refinances, yeah, I'm having to pay more bridging finance. The money left in my deals is potentially more, even though I always overestimate it anyway, but it's potentially more. Great news for my investors, though. They're making more money. Happy days. Uh, But... It is annoying. What's more annoying is that I have like four or five empty properties that are refurbed and went on the market just before Corona or like a few weeks before Corona. And yeah, I'm paying interest on them and they're empty and not generating cash. You know, they're not liability. Well, you could set the liabilities in terms of losing me money. But it is what it is. If Corona didn't hit, they'd all be cash flowing. And you know what I mean? I'd be rolling in it, baby. No, I'm kidding. But it would be great but it's not and that is the reality so much ado about nothing you know uh you know so there's yeah there's not too much i can do with that apart from just be patient work with my broker to try and get things valued as soon as is sensibly possible and as soon as i see some confidence in the market and you know if i have to you know sell a property you know if there's one i was going to keep and i need to sell it then i need to sell it it's a decision you know it's yeah, I like all the houses I have. Um, you know, I think they're all done great, and they are great long-term investments. But if I need to sell it, I'll sell it. You know, not a problem. It's a business, right? These are bricks and mortar. They're not my baby. I ain't got a baby. So, cash flow. Cash flow is my next kind of point, and that you know, kind of, I guess, I kind of just explained that. Cash flow is whack. You know, right now it's totally whack because there's all this interest going out. There's rents. There's some rent coming in. Don't get me wrong. She's covering a fair chunk. But you know how quickly I've grown 15 properties in nine months. You know, there's a lot that is just being, you know, paid right out of my cash reserve. Or basically all our rent is going straight out to pay all the interest. And it is what it is, you know, I, I wish I had like an easy answer. And the easy answer is keep cash reserves, you know, and, you know, there are costs to this because these houses are sitting empty no one's renting them and they're just being paid interest on so yeah not not the best situation to be in but at the same time i'm like mentally i'm not really bothered because there's nothing you can do about it you know there's that there's that saying or well, that prayer you know give me the serenity to you now give me the strength oh what is it i'm going to totally i'm totally going to butcher this right um like essentially, give me the knowledge to understand what I can change. Give me the courage to change what I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. You know, so I'm, I'm not bothered like about this. It's just the only sort of part of this, I guess, which is you know negative and which is not helpful whatsoever. But at the same time, I'm not stressed every day. I'm not sitting here like I'm fine. Uh, one of my flips has finished on the market. We've had a few viewings, digital viewings. I've got a sexy uh, professional video and pictures done. I'll be posting it online. It's the one with the navy kitchen. You know, Love this house. High ceilings, beautiful old woodwork. But yeah, previous builders totally messed it up. I mean, yeah, I don't even know how you I could do work better than them and I'm totally unskilled in, in like anything physical like that. So totally shocking. Uh, refurb went over by three or four grand. But there's still a good amount of profit, not as much as I would have hoped, but I've learnt a lot. And even the new builders still took longer than it should have because of, you know, not efficient project management from their end uh, and painters lying and not doing good quality work and lying to the main builder who didn't check up enough. Um, And we've been through that. uh, and It's on the market now. And I had to get someone in to snag it, a third person, which is always a good thing to do. But that took... That's probably taken five six months in refurb and it should have taken three so it's almost double so double the interest as well Mm, lovely and it's on the market during coronavirus when it could have been on the market and sold without it you can't necessarily plan for these situations but when you're in them you can adapt and evolve to make the best of it and again i'm not bothered you know my my investors getting paid no problems per month uh in this case and it's on the market with a very good agent, so let's see what they do. If you're listening to this, I'm waiting for it to be sold. that uh, mental health? Mental health is a big thing, I guess, during this period. You know, I think for me, and maybe for many of you listening, um, like it is important to. Well, I, I guess for many people, right? It's it, it might be normal, you know, because I'm used to working from home. If I leave my house on a daily basis, I go to the gym, which definitely helps like keep me sort of sane, or wherever, wherever on the spectrum of sanity I might be. Uh, and that is a big loss, I think. You know, it's, it's definitely had an effect. But generally, you know, I'm not... I'm not the kind of person you, who socialises that much in person. I don't go out with friends that much, you know? I... <sighs> i like being at home you know so it's not a huge huge impact but it's still definitely like not routine and i'm not going to pp in nice every month that i host i'm not going to in my investment areas i'm not going to birmingham i'm not having mixed grills with i'm not you know it's i'm not having nando's nando's people like it's certain things like this that will affect you more than the other things you know like certain things will affect you that don't affect me and affect me that don't affect you but we have to deal with it. And again, it, I guess it's that same philosophy. and It might sound easier than it is. And it probably does sound like that. Is just, there's nothing I can do about it. So why am I going to be upset? Or why am I going to fret when like, it is what it is? You know, like, I can't go to Nando's. I can't network in person. So jump on Zoom calls, make the most of it, get on Facebook. But it is important to leave the house. Just get fresh air in your own garden, outside, stay safe of course and uh, stay alert of the invisible virus obviously if you, if you see it you just run uh, as boris thinks the, the part past and does nothing um I should i do a ted rants show quite fun wasn't it but yeah you know you need to do things to look after yourself you need to read you need to do exercise you need to kind of try and maintain as much of a routine as possible listen shout out to those of you who got pets who got kids who got, like, people at home you look after. Boy. Dealing with kids in a time like this, when they're home all day. I mean, I would get sick of Peppa Pig and all that shit. Like, respect to all the parents right now. Because you lot are... Yeah, respect. You've got a tough job. I'm sure kids are lovely and stuff. But, my God, all day with them? When you're not used to it and you're trying to run your own business and deal with fires and put them out? Lord of mercy. So, Yes look after yourselves and there's no specific advice because it differs for all of you you know don't look at the memes that say oh if you haven't left this with a certain skill or you're not a rocket scientist by the time you leave lockdown then you're a waste man fine you know if if you believe that then cool Do, do it do your thing like learn a new skill you know learn language whatever but if you don't want that and you've been working for x many years months of your life without a break take a break do whatever works for you so uh, this is my impact of coronavirus on my business. Uh, I haven't seen my partner either properly in like since the beginning of lockdown. We've seen each other in a park at a three metre distance. Yes, she enforces an extra metre distance. She's head of the coronavirus security force by the sounds of things. So that's also quite difficult. So yeah, big up anyone else who's in the same situation. But I hope this has added some value to you or at least given you an insight if you're not in property or the kind of things that can happen in a pandemic. Now look, this could be a lot worse. I am not complaining any shape or form you know I'm fortunate enough that I had cash and I kept cash but that's my main lesson for you keep some reserves if you like this podcast connect with Tej on Facebook LinkedIn and YouTube for more great content